Hello, you're listening to Baking to the Bee Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts, here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love. In conjunction with creating recipes inspired by these beautiful abominations, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Here is your spoiler warning and foul language warning, so listener discretion is advised. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad we literally cannot stop talking about them. Okay, well, <laughs> welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movies. Steph, do you want to do the intro this time? I feel like I do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Hi, well, Ashley. Off, how are you today? Off, off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to Baking to the Bee Movies. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. See, it can be much quicker, Ashley. You really draw that crap out. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. <laughs> How is everyone doing? Hope, hopefully everyone's, you know, Halloween season is super fun. I know. I'm. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. The leaves, the leaves here are finely, like, all different colors. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we recorded, there was still a ton of green. There and was. Now everything is orange and yellow and, and red and, and falling off the fall. trees. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Everyone is Absolutely finally decorating stunning. with their 12-foot Home Depot skeletons, <laughs> which I'm all about. Pumpkins are everywhere. Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to be watching Halloween Ends tonight. Super excited for that. It's movie night. It's a baking to the B movies movie night. So excited. Yeah, pretty exciting. But yeah, Wicked I'm, excited about that. I'm I'm so excited. I'm I'm a little I'm a little sad that this is gonna be the the episode that airs right before Halloween. Because it's so bad. Because it's so bad. I feel like I feel like I mean we just <laughs> Not the episode, the movie. The, well, uh, depending on how the rest of this episode goes, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but the movie is well, terrible. Fair enough. <laughs> the movie is terrible, but we are you know, we just came off the the tail end of Halloween three season of the witch. Mm. So I mean it Go does it get you know. any worse than that? I don't know if it's I think it does. I think we hit that peak. I think we've managed to get to the worst of the worst. All right, so show's over. Call call it in. <laughs> show's over, man. <laughs> Pack it up. <laughs> Pack it up. Stick call it in. Stick um, a fork in it. It's done. So, so this is this is going to be the episode that that airs right before Halloween. Um, I think we picked a, a pretty terrible one. I'm pretty excited to get into it, it's but we do have a, a couple things to to cover before we get into it. You've already talked about our social media when you did the <laughs> intro, uh, but just a reminder, you guys, just a reminder, you guys can um, obviously follow us on Instagram and Twitter. But we are available wherever you get your podcasts, so be sure to like and oh, yeah. subscribe. Totally forgot that part. That's fine. That's fine. That's why I'm here. That's why. I'm I'm glad I'm here to to jump in and be like oh by the way (laughs) um so before we get into into this episode uh we do have to just revisit a couple things from the last episode namely (laughs) the recipe or lack thereof lack thereof um well there was one it started out being a recipe yeah I mean (laughs) I mean there was food involved there was food involved what happened to it Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I talked about the candy apples. I talked about what happened. Andy took one for the team and bit right into one. 
and yes, didn't have did. to get hospitalized, which was always a good thing. That was good, yeah. And didn't yeah. lose any teeth, which is even also better. Also good, yeah. So I yeah. would say, you know what? It's a success. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it came out great. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, sugar and like sweet and sour and you can't really go wrong. I, I mean, texture, he, did, he did leave the room. Rock, rock solid. Yeah, he left he the room. He didn't spit out blood or anything. He didn't spit out so blood. He left the good. room shortly after biting into it, which I can only assume means he was like vomiting one room <laughs> over. But but I don't know that for sure. We'll have to get yeah. him. We'll have to get him in here to answer some questions at some point. <laughs> um, but we did. We did find a, a backup while we were at a, a fall fair that day. We had some some brown sugar and cinnamon kettle corn. I did put that recipe up on our Instagram. I oh, found good. a recipe for it. Super easy to make make and i did put up a picture of the candied apples so if you want to go and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh some more head on over to our instagram it was so bad and dude. our twitter it was so bad i mean you know a for effort though the the popcorn was amazing but i also didn't make the popcorn it's true i did eat it though yes and i felt better about myself for having bought it so Okay. It counts. Sure. Um, sure. But sure. we have another recipe for today that I'm excited <coughs> to, to get into because every time I come here, I'm always on an empty stomach. So <laughs> I just sit here and wither away slowly while we record this. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you do. I mean, I know why you do that, but. I leave some room so I can eat as much as I want. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but, enough. Um, yeah. But we have to talk about this movie before we get to that point, which is always, especially this, this week is brutal because this movie is bad yeah it's i mean bad. i i would have to say i mean it's kind of like a general consensus depending on who's looking at it i guess but as a whole probably one of the worst movies that has ever been made <laughs> and that's saying a lot like it's you know definitely one of the worst horror flicks that's ever been made it's also you know, one of the worst video down. game adaptations ever brought ever. to the screen that's correct <laughs> i this feel is like a that video game adaptation i i was gonna say i feel like we just gave it away but steph do you want to tell the audience what we are talking about today <laughs> <laughs> i would love to so you know so we're going with zombies we def we wanted to touch on the zombie genre you know because we're we both like zombies, zombies yeah and we cool. haven't done that too often or ever. I don't ever. think we've done it yet. No, on the show. I mean I wanted yeah. I wanted to, you know, go with the zombies or, you know, do a zombie flick yeah. at one point. And um <clears throat> no, it's not the masterpiece that is George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. I wish. <laughs> no, it's not the rebirth of the genre with twenty eight days later. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> no, it's not the Korean masterpiece. Of this father and his relationship with his daughter in Train to Busan. Also fantastic. This. Where are we going? Is House of the Dead. Oh, take us there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on the game, the video game franchise by the same name. Yep. So, Ashley. <laughs> I, I consider you a gamer-ish. Yeah. I don't have know. like a Twitch or anything. But right. But like a light gamer, you know. Yeah. Um, have you ever played House of the Dead? I have. Did you enjoy it? I did. Me too. I loved House of the Dead. It was super fun. You didn't even have to walk anywhere because the camera does it for you. Yeah, it's, it's just great. a first person shooter and zombies just pop up in your face and you got to shoot them. Yeah. Um, classic arcade game too. Yes. So super fun. This movie, however, not any of that. Not fun. Not fun at all. <laughs> terrible. Simply terrible. A, uh, a 2003 <laughs> installment. 
made in the early early 2000s so you know it's good you know that the music's going to be great the wardrobe's going to be fantastic the effects are going to be amazing um it was just that time of that time of uh the early 2000s where everything was just it's it's the worst it's the worst thing post 9-11 since 9-11 i would say is this movie <laughs> yeah right never forget Ashley. never forget um, um it, an, it isn't a direct um adaptation right um, it's it's actually uh described as a prequel to the game yes that's that's what i heard too it's not like it's not like um and and this is something i definitely want to talk about later on it's not like the resident evil movies that are like okay we're just gonna like take the original game and and twist it a little bit and then make it horrible we'll we'll get into that later this is (laughs) like this is this is just a terrible prequel to what was a great game for its time well what's funny is that i've never actually finished the game i had no idea what the story was in the game i didn't care i don't think anybody who ever played that game cared because yeah. the game itself, it was just fun. Yeah. Like, it was just, just fun to play. Zombies. You don't know, like, the characters' names. You don't know the premise. You don't know the storyline. I'm sure if there is one, which I think technically there is, it's not good. But it doesn't matter <laughs> because you're playing this game and it's super fun. So who cares? Right. Like, who cares right. about the storyline? Um, this, uh, <coughs> this comes in at an hour and 30 minutes, which is Far too a, long. It's a long time for this. It is a long time to sit through a movie like this of this caliber. Um, do you want to talk about the cast? Because we do have a, a couple of people um, that are recognizable. The rest are mainly, you know, B-movie actors and actresses, um, some personalities that have been in horror movies mm-hmm. since then and, and leading up to that point. Um, Ellie Cornell, who plays Casper yes. in this movie, uh, better known as Rachel in Halloween 4 and, four five, and 5, The Babysitter. Yep. Um, we have Jonathan Cherry, who was in Final Destination 2, but he was also in the Wolf Cop franchise. He sure was, yeah. <laughs> My boy, Clint Howard. Oh, so good. Ice Cream <laughs> Man, Evil Speak, Funhouse Massacre, oh, the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else that I could think of off the top of my head? Um, not, not coming to mind almost immediately. Those are the big three that stand out to me. Right. Um... Mm. I mean, I think we can get, I think we can get right into it. Yeah, we definitely can. I don't want to, but we're gonna. Well, have we're to. gonna have to. <laughs> um, so like I said, this movie, you know, it's it's from two thousand three. I was still in high school when this came out. Um, so obviously because of the time period that it's released, the movie immediately starts with some techno, some like early two thousands <laughs> techno because yeah. that was a big thing back then. I remember that being a big thing. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like fading out at that point, but and I feel like, yeah. and in the opening credits, there's some tie-ins. There's like there's footage from the original game. It's like the opening credits. The opening credits, which take this movie is an hour and thirty minutes. The opening credits take about twenty minutes of that. Oh my god, <laughs> so long. Yes, like it's why? So long. It's like I don't need to know who the key grip is. I can wait until the end to the, find yeah, out who the key grip the is. Key grip. Yeah, like no, that's that's completely unnecessary. Like, come um, on, guys. But so it starts with these like inter interlocking footage of the credits, who's in the movie, the key grip, and um and scenes from the actual like gameplay of the original game. Which yeah, which are not great because <laughs> as fun as the game was, it's also a game that came out you know a long 90s, time early to mid nineties. Yeah, like the 90s. the eight bit is not. It's not it's not holding up as we should say. Yeah. Um, also, like I don't think I've ever seen. A movie that was adapted from a game that they do that in. Oh, with like like footage with from the, the where they sh- like flash like scenes from 
the, the game yeah well because they do it's it, stupid they do it is stupid <laughs> they, and they do it a ton in this movie like in between just randomly yeah and like during like big like kill scenes it's all of a sudden it like cuts to like a, a shot of the game and then it goes yeah. back to the movie and it was like why it was very confusing um extremely but the movie the movie starts with this narration if you can even call it that like this voiceover from <laughs> the main protagonist it was like a like a early 90s gritty cop drama it sounded like <laughs> Like, it was just, oh, my God, it was just horrendous. But he's talking about how, you know, he's he's naming he's naming his friends and we, we get like a glimpse of his friends or people that he knows. And I love that he's kind of like, you know, he's giving character traits like, oh, this person is, you know, this is his girlfriend and she's just eye candy. And this person, uh, this yeah. person has a crush on this guy, but he has eyes for my ex-girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I just, right? None like, of this matters. Who, cares? Who, who talks like this? And then he spoils it by going, you know, if only they'd listen to me, they'd all be alive today. And I'm like, oh, right? so there you go. Massive spoiler. Right. <laughs> right. Right. From like, the thanks, get-go. guys. <laughs> right from the get go. Also, when it does finally show him um, and, you know, he's sitting like on the steps of, you know, this place on the island and he's like you know it's, it's him doing the voiceover and he's like you know just wanted to go to this rave and i'm like a rave You're oh like my 40. god <laughs> yes all of these people are so old <laughs> well they're not so old they're like my age <laughs> but, but i mean you and i you and i are roughly the same age we're only a couple years apart and neither one of us would ever be caught dead at a rave not now not now i mean we had our we had like our club kid days when we were younger and yep. i remember the exact moment when i realized wow i am way too old for this this is awful <laughs> i'm never doing this again right i think like, i was like 24 25 and i was yeah. like well that's enough yeah time to pack it in like i'm done yeah. um yeah me too <laughs> but i'm right uh, there with you but yeah, so it, it you know, we follow this this group of characters who have missed leading up, but you know, obviously before the mayhem ensues, it's it's this group of uh I don't want to call them college kids because they look way older than college kid age. I feel like they're supposed to be like college kids. I just I yeah. I don't think they really they don't ever specify. But again, like they're going to a rave, so uh, it must yeah, be. Yeah, and it's, it's on an island. It's on an island, so... and not even like a tropical island. No. It's like yeah, it's like an island off of like the Pacific Northwest or something. Yeah, like Seattle. Yeah, it's like <laughs> rainy and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but they're going to this. They're going to this rave, and it's um. And you're gonna have to remind me of names because I only remember a couple of the names in this one. It was such uh. a blur of nonsense. But um, yeah, that one. This one's actually going to be hard for me. There's but like Simon and uh, Rudy, Greg, Sal, Salish. That was Clint Howard. That's the only one I know. Casper, <laughs> Ellie Cornell. Yeah, we know her. Um, so the um, this group of Karma, the, Kar- Karma. That's the like, Karma. Karma. There's, we yeah. meet Liberty later on. She's already Liberty, at the rave. Yeah. Liberty was Liberty was my girl. Um, <laughs> But there's this, yeah. you know, there's this group of, there's this group of like, I'm assuming college age kids or, or what is implied that they are college age kids. And they have missed a boat to this island yeah. where they are supposed to be going to a rave. And they're dressed like your stereotypical early 2000s club kids, except way worse. Like one of them's got like a duster on or something. <laughs> <laughs> like who goes, you know, and they all got like, you know the the tank top over like the the like the layered tank tops and like 
the the weird shredded denim and like the weird jackets and shit that everyone used to wear back then. So it's very much I say this a lot in these kind of movies, but it's a time capsule of a time that I prefer not to remember. I don't even think I think that was just completely inaccurate for the time, to be perfectly honest. I think yeah. the wardrobe was just thrown together. Yeah, like it was poorly put together and it came out way like if they were going for that kind of premise, like way too late, guys. Oh yeah. yeah it should have sure. been like nineteen ninety four. You know. So this this group of people, these group of kids, I don't even want to call them kids, but they miss They're this boat kids. to this island where they're supposed to go for like a weekend long rave. Yes. Um, And they do find a boat and they're looking for the captain to try and pay whoever the captain is to take them to this <laughs> island. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Is it, was it Victor? Victor Kirk? Yeah, something like that. Um, but he has um, a... And Sal. And Salish. Who, uh, is that it, Salish? I think so. Salish, who is He kept his... calling him like Sally or Sally. Sal or we'll just call him Sally. Just yeah. call him Clint Howard. We'll just call, uh, him, just call Clint him Clint Howard. Howard. So Clint Howard um, plays like the the skipper, I guess you'd call him. He's like... First the, mate. The first mate. Type of, yeah. Um, and as Clint Howard does... <laughs> he looks like the damn Gordon Fisherman. <laughs> I was going to say, he looks, like the, the, he looks like the Gordon Fish guy. <laughs> yeah, like with the, the, the yellow like rain slicker and the hat. And the boots. And the boots. Um, and it's not even raining at that point. It hadn't even started raining. But like one of my favorite things about Clint Howard is that he always does way too much in every movie he's in. He puts his whole self into every Which role. Which is admirable, but when the roles are terrible, it's like to style it back just a little Clint Howard. Nah. Like this is I thought Clint Howard is perfect though. like that's what he does. I mean, it seems like he's having fun with it, so I can't shit on him too much, but like like an ice cream man, he just goes all in and I'm like, "Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ." Right? <laughs> Which I think that we should do that one next season. Okay. We do ice cream well, man. Okay. <laughs> um but so Clint Howard is the the first mate, and he is basically telling these kids, fuck off. We're not taking you to this mm-hmm. island. Like, this island is bad news. We're not going. Um, Isla del Mort. <laughs> yes. It's got, a, it's got a haunted name. It's got a haunted-ass name. <laughs> um, and also, like, it's off of, oh, I don't know. It's off of, like, Washington State, and it's got this Spanish name. I don't know. You notice that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like the Irish town in Halloween three, right? I'm like Santa Mira or Mirna. Santa Mira, but it's 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 not Irish. It's it's populated predominantly by Irish and Scottish people. Makes absolutely no <laughs> right? sense. Um, so so Clint Howard is basically telling these kids like fuck off. And yeah. one of the one of the kids, I think it's Simon, who has a ton of money. Um, is basically flashing his cash and being like, I'll give you, you know, $500 to get us there. Yeah. And the captain finally comes down, Captain Kirk, Victor Kirk or whatever, comes down to um, sort of just like, you know, ease the tension because things are getting tense between Simon and Clint Howard. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and Simon's offering, uh, he's offering Victor money to get them to this island because they want to go to this rave. For yeah, one. they and want, they got to make sure they get to this island. They have to go. Like, yeah. Um, it's a li- matter of life and death. Yes. It's, they it's, just want to party and But the funny thing beer. is, is we get a glimpse of the rave. Yes, and it looks do. terrible. Well, yeah. It looks terrible. It's got a big <laughs> Sega, like a Sega Genesis banner behind it. Remember Sega Genesis? <laughs> well, yeah, because like, that was the... They made house, they, yeah, they're they the ones the that made House of the, house of the Dead, yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, it's it's exactly... It's just a bunch of adults dancing to bad music, like Darude's Sandstorm or some shit. Which... <laughs> 
came out like 10 years before <laughs> this movie came zombie out. Nation. <laughs> zombie Nation. Zombie Nation. <laughs> zombie. Do you think we could have Andy like, you know how we do like, could we have Andy oh, like oh. put in a, like a clip of Zombie Nation at some point in this episode? Uh, it would be very appropriate. I mean, we'd have, I feel like we'd have to get the rights. Do we though? <laughs> well. Does anybody even listen to that anymore? I don't know. Um, so it, we get Zombie. a glimpse of this rave, and it's it's as bad as you'd expect. It's just a bunch of, of white people dancing yes. terribly to bad yes. music, and they're in horrible clothes, and um, they're all drinking way too much. Yeah. But yeah, these kids got to get to that. Like, they cannot miss it. They yeah, have to, it's they have a matter to of life and death. It's super it important. Is. So finally, Simon offers a grand to Victor. He's mm. like, I'll give you $500 to get us to the island, and then $500 to get us back. And Victor agrees. And while they're getting ready to set sail, all of a sudden you hear like a megaphone basically saying like, don't move that boat. Don't go anywhere. And it's the cops. Yeah. And, you know, all the kids that are on this boat. I got to stop calling them kids. All these adults that are on this boat at this point. All these these people. All these people on this boat (laughs) are like, you know, what the hell? What the hell's going on? And and Victor's like, oh, you know, like they think we're smuggling things, which in the Pacific Northwest, like. I, I guess. I, okay. It, it, it could happen. I suppose. I don't know. But um, also, when we do find out what he's smuggling, it makes it even more ridiculous later <laughs> on in the movie. It's, it's, yes. so stu- it's so stupid. But um, so, you know, Victor's like, whatever. And he, you know, brings up the anchor and they set sail. And the cops are just standing on the docks. like, do-do-do. Like, right. How do we don't stop do, them? Don't do a thing. Don't, don't do a thing. Um. The boat is en route to this island, and we cut back to the island when where shit is starting to hit the fan for a couple of people. Like, yeah. there's one girl that wants to go skinny dipping with her boyfriend. He doesn't want to go in because the water's too cold, which, fair point. You know, there's nothing worse than jumping into cold water, like mm, the worst. Yeah. So she goes in. She's like, whatever. And, you know, there's stuff like bubbling under the water, and mm-hmm. it's very Jaws-like and that, like, something's right. swimming underneath her. Right. But when she comes back to shore, because ultimately nothing happens to her, right. her boyfriend is gone. gone. He's gone. Yeah. And she goes looking, as any normal person would, mm-hmm. um, and she comes across what appears to be a church looks like a church it's a building it's a building it's a like a dilapidated building yeah um with a with a graveyard next to it and okay. yeah and she keeps calling out to him and no yeah. one no the, one is answering that's cynthia and greg cynthia and greg thank so, you yeah she's calling for greg so she's calling for greg um he's not answering and she goes into this abandoned building which there are candles lit inside so obviously not abandoned <laughs> right um <laughs> And while she's in there looking, she does find him. Yes. And he has been, I don't want to say gutted, but he's dead. (laughs) He's clearly dead. Yeah. Um, And he's bleeding. So he's, you know, and all of a sudden. Gutted. Like, and this is the thing, too, with the continuity is these things like come out from like the shadows and they're holding his body, but they come after her and they have like little, they look like the little um, things from Star Wars that have the little red eyes. Those like little, <laughs> like, yeah. those little creatures. Like, like those guys. Oh, what are they called? Oh, what are they called? Shit. Uh, not Ewoks. Those yeah, no, ones. like it's not the sand people. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I can't. But they think have of... the little red eyes, yeah. and and they they come out, and it's very Spirit Halloween esque, yep. and it's and it's you know production value, 
And they overpower her. They just like crowd her and yep. overpower her and that's it. Yeah, she's done. Um, we also get a glimpse of another couple that have kind of strayed from the the rave and they're getting ready to have sex on the dirty, disgusting ground. <laughs> and and they and they get attacked by not the things with the, the glowing eyes, but like what appears to be a zombie, a zombie. Or, like, or, yeah. or an undead. Um, meanwhile, back on the boat, while all this shit is starting to unfold on the island, back on the boat, uh, Simon is getting seasick. He, um, he pukes all over his girlfriend, which (laughs) just like projectile vomits all over his girlfriend. Um, and her response always cracks me up. It, she goes inside the boat and just whips her tits out to wash her shirt. (laughs) And Clint Howard like confronts her to like give her like a cross to be like, you need this for protection. And she's just tits out, like unfazed, unfazed by this creepy old man. Right. Just like, just like the the Gordon Gordon Fisherman. Yeah. (laughs) And somehow her shirt is clean and dry within the 20 minutes that it takes to get to the island. Yep. No, no, uh, no issue whatsoever. It's fine. Um, So they do get to the island eventually. Yes. And. Um, but at that point, the rave is like, there's nobody around. There's nobody around. Like they, the, it almost looks like we're on a deserted island it now. It does. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, so uh, Victor and and Clint Howard, I, I keep forgetting his character. Salish. Salish. We can call him Clint Howard if you Clint want. Howard. That's his name. It's just so easy for me to remember Clint Howard. Um, Victor and Salish hang back because obviously they're bringing the kids back. To yeah, get their, their they're extra. not interested in going onto that island at all. Yeah, they have no interest in it. They know it's dangerous. And they're also going to get paid, paid $500 to bring these kids back whenever they're done doing whatever the hell they're doing. So Salish or Clint Howard brings um he's bringing supplies onto the island like you know like a crate of whatever to, yeah. to leave on the island and victor's just kind of hanging back on the boat and the the kids get to the rave site that we had already seen in the movie and it is completely trashed yeah there's no one there it looks like things like the banners have been torn down things are broken yeah um and they decide this is awesome this is great <laughs> And I love how they're like, we're going to dance the night away. And it's like, there's no DJ. Right? There's like, no one. Like, like, how are you? Like, that's there's cool. no music. Like, all right. But um, but they do find out that the kegs are working. So, you know, that evens out somewhere, I think. I, I guess. Know. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like this kid was willing. Simon was willing to pay an exorbitant amount of money to go to an island to have cheap beer and no music. Which... Right. Well, I mean... He probably didn't think it was going to be no music. But don't you think like if you were in that, I mean, I know you and I would never be caught dead at a rave, but let's say, let's say we went to a rave stuff. Let's say it's 2003. We have our dusters on. We have our layered tank tops. Okay. My tits are out because my boyfriend has projectile vomited all over me. Okay. Um, we get to a rave site. Now we have paid, we paid a thousand, well, we paid $500 for this boat to get us there. There's no one there. Something bad has clearly happened. Mm-hmm. When you just turn around and be like, hey, here's the other 500 bucks. Get us the fuck out of here because this was a mistake. Well, right. But, you know, yeah, I'd probably just be like, this is probably not worth it. Yeah. This sucks. Let's go so home. So let's go home. And like I said, you and I did have our club phase and they and I remember having to pay cover charges to get into places and I've left for less than the place being trashed and abandoned. Like, oh yeah. I've gone in and be like, this was not worth the ten bucks. I'm out. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so they do what any group of dumb kids willing to pay a thousand bucks to 
go to a rave <laughs> do, to and they split up. On an island. They split up. They do split up. Um, and what is the the couple that stays behind? Like they're they're all about like they're getting frisky and shit, which. Again, just like the weird, like, you know, this place is abandoned. Something terrible has happened. But you want to have sex? All right, okay. All right. Like, to each their own, I guess. I'm not going to kink shame on this podcast. Um, right. Um, I forget their names. It's I'm the not... blonde. It's the blonde and her dorky-ass boyfriend. His, I think his name is Greg, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of those two. I think the guy that died in the church's name is Ryan. Okay. They have generic white people names. They do. Um, <laughs> except for Liberty and Karma. <laughs> um, so they they split up into a group and like Simon goes with Liberty and the narrators. Um, Rudy, Liberty, and Hugh. Hugh. Well, they actually, no, they find Liberty. Liberty, Rudy, and Hugh were already on the island. Right. They were already at the room. Um, Alicia... Alicia, uh, that's her name. Yeah, Alicia Carmen or Karma. Karma and, and Simon. Simon. They go in one direction. Yeah. The blonde and her boyfriend stay behind to fuck in whatever's left of this rave, like the remnants of the rave. Yeah. And um he you know, he gets up because he has to he has to take a piss and he leaves her in some like weird bougie tent thing. Mm-hmm. And she gets attacked by by zombies. Zombies. Yeah. Um while while Simon, Karma, and Alicia are out looking for yeah. the other people that were at this rave, they come well, across um yeah, they find Rudy, Liberty, and Hugh. And they're they're holed up in that like church thing that we well, saw. Earlier. Yeah. Whatever derelict house or building that is. Yeah. Um and they inform them of the zombie attack. Yeah, they're explaining well one of them is like a he's a he has a camcorder mm. and he's caught oh, some right. of it. Right, yeah. Right, right. He's caught some of it on tape and it's basically like he's filming the rave and he's showing them like, look, all these like these things showed up and just started killing people. And, you know, so now everyone's like, well, now we have to like they want to get the hell off the island because they're like, oh, we have a boat. Like we we came here on a boat. We can leave. We can get out of here. But of course, they've left the blonde and her idiot boyfriend Greg behind. Yes. So they're like, well, we have to go back to the rave site and get them and then we can go. So they right. so they leave to head back. Yeah, they go back to the rave site. Um, Greg then... has been uh, he was in a porter potty that got tipped over by whoever attacked and killed <laughs> yeah. his girlfriend. Um, and they find her, and she is now undead. And she starts like trying to attack them. Cynthia. Cynthia. Yeah. Yeah. She starts. She starts t- trying to attack them. This this group that have joined together and come back to the rave site. Yeah. She kills Hugh. Yes. And then for some reason, some random chick shows up. Who's oh. Casper? Uh, that's that's Casper. Yeah. And she blows uh, Cynthia in the face with a gun. <laughs> yeah. She shoots her in the face. And what I love, what I love is just uh, the, I mean, staying true to form because it seems like something a cop would do. She shoots Cynthia in the head. Yeah. And then she, she takes out her walkie talkie and she goes, maybe I can get some answers. It's like, you just shot somebody in the head. <laughs> shoot first ask questions later right which is pretty on par with police i mean you know (laughs) we're gonna go down that road for a second but i also love how i love how no one's like really bent out of shape about it like they just watched their friend get blown away and they're all like well i mean she was she was obviously a zombie and she was obviously gonna attack them or was trying to attack them but again putting ourselves in the situation let's say let's say i'm let's say i become a zombie 
and you know that there's something up with me, but you can't quite figure out what it is. And I'm just kind of like, ah, you know, I, I could be having an allergic reaction to something. <laughs> you know, I could have. Dude, like- if your allergic reactions are that, get out of my house. Well, do you are you allergic to anything? Should I know about anything there, you might be allergic to? There is a. I used to be allergic to this weird type of um, sodium that they used in certain brands of like pretzels and chips, and I, it never made me never made what? me attack anybody. But I did break out in hives quite a few times when I was a kid because those are like the type of pretzels that my mom would put in my lunch when I was little, and I would go to school and I would just eat them because they tasted so good. And I would just deal with the hives. <laughs> Just deal with it because I. Oh my god! I was like, I can still breathe and I can still swallow. So all I gotta do. Fair is, enough. I, I mean, you know, not all re- allergic reactions are deadly. <laughs> but I would just itch for twenty minutes and then I'd be fine. The next day, right. same thing. Right. And then finally, uh, my mom caught on what was going on, and she's like, "Oh, I think it's the chips, and we didn't <laughs> we didn't buy that brand anymore." Okay. But now, but now I'm good. I don't I don't think I'm allergic to anything. That's good. Thank God. Um, right. But uh. But like, let's say, let's say I have an allergic reaction and I'm freaking out and a cop comes and shoots me in the face. Wouldn't you just be a little bit more emotional about it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. just be like, oh my God. Okay. On to the next thing. <laughs> right. Also, I love right. that when Cynthia killed the guy, the guy with the camera, um, she, yeah. all, all she did was like touch his chin and his neck snapped. <laughs> Yes. It, it reminded yes. me of that that Key and Peel skit where it's supposed to be like Fal- <laughs> it's like Falcon something five and it's like Key get, it's like filmed in the eighties and every single person that Keegan touches, it doesn't matter who he touches, their neck snaps. Like it's, it's so it's so it's so funny. He like taps them on the shoulder and their neck's like <laughs> it's so good. Um also while that's happening, I believe there is at some point you see Salish there or Clinton Howard get Attacked he by gets a attacked and, and killed, or he's by, killed by a zombie. Yeah, because yeah. he's on land and Victor's still on the boat. Right. Um. All right, moving on. So we're so we're with Casper here, who's a, cop. a coast guard or something. Well, she, I think she was the cop that showed up to stop Victor from leaving the harbor. I think it's the same cop. Maybe. I Which, don't how remember, did she get to the maybe. island before him? Is beyond me. That's why I'm thinking it's a different person. But I don't know because it was a it was a blonde cop that came to the dock to tell him to stop, like don't move the boat. And she's a blonde cop, and she knows who he is. Like right. she knows. So I'm. A, so somehow she made it to the island before him. I, I don't it's know. It's fine. It's sure. It's fine. Continuity is non-existent. <laughs> um. So they they are making their way back to the boat. Yes. Yeah. They want to leave. They want to get the hell out of there. They're making their way back to the boat. Um, they are getting ambushed in the process by these zombies that have like yeah. flooded the rave site that are chasing them through the woods. And the water and the boat now. Yeah, they can swim, they can so, climb on the boat. Yeah, like this is this is a bunch of zombies who can swim. And climb. And climb and do all sorts of things. Wield weapons. Right? No karate. Right? <laughs> Like oh. just they're like they're running with axes. Like why do you? First of all, why do you need that axe? But I love that like it's this, ugly. Like where? How have we come to this? I love that this group of club kids who just came to this island to drink and party and and have sex all of a sudden like magically know karate. Like they're karate kicking the zombies. They're like yeah. scissor kicking like the Liu well, Kang scissor kicks. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> the um, boat has been taken over by zombies. Yes, uh, but Victor has made it to land. He's okay. Yeah. Um, and he ultimately helps them fend off. Yes, as many as they can. Yeah. Um, um I think Casper and Greg leave at that point to to help, but I think Greg's killed. 
Um, one thing I do love while all of this insanity is happening, because there's just there's so much happening at any given time. There's it's it's such a weird movie in that there's like periods of nothingness where it's just nothing is happening. Like it's just all talk and boring and ridiculous. Lame. And then there's like <laughs> and then there's just like nonstop like action scenes that aren't very good. And the, yeah, and they're long. Um way too long way too long like during the whole boat thing you know it come to find out greg greg has um he's uh i'm not i'm sorry not greg victor the captain has gotten off the boat because his boat has been taken over right um he gets bit at one point he does um liberty one of the funniest scenes is liberty is and i'm assuming she's called liberty because she's wearing an american flag jumpsuit <sighs> and she's got her hair in pigtails and she, yeah. she, there's a part where she like like what Simon jumps into the water to like swim to the boat, not realizing that it has been overtaken at that point. Yes, that's true. And he gets grabbed by a zombie and Liberty in her American flag jumpsuit has like a machete and she's like let's, wading into the water. A sequined American jumpsuit. <laughs> a sequined American flag jumpsuit. There's this there's a part where she's like wading into the water holding like it's either like a machete or just a huge ass knife like she's going to do or some something. damage. And I'm like, where did you learn how to do this? You were just <laughs> dancing on stage in front of a Sega Genesis sign 10 minutes ago. When when did this transition into badass happen? I just I don't get it. Mm. Um, uh, Come to find out, be you know, uh, before they they split up, however, um. I think that it's Victor, you know, they, they're low on ammo for, like, the minimal amount of guns that they have on them at the time. Like, Casper and Victor are really the only ones who are armed. And Victor reveals that what he has been smug you know, smuggling this whole time is... Um, <laughs> guns. It's it's guns. Weaponry of it's some weapon, kind. It's weaponry. It's ammunition. And it's so funny because it makes no rhyme. There's, like, no rhyme mm. or reason. It makes no sense. It's, like, <sighs> handguns and shotguns and grenades and AK-47s. Yeah, like, like military-style weapons. There's, like, TNT like, sticks. TNT. TNT sticks. Oh, my God. So, but prior to that, the captain there does reveal the history of Isla what it was a del morte del morte or whatever <laughs> um did Which, you want to talk about the history do you want to no, I, no. I feel do like, i have to I are feel, you going to make me i feel like you should tell the history and i feel like at this point we should have andy in the background play Darude sandstorm while you're telling the history. not zombie nation <laughs> we are, hopefully we already have Zombie, zombie nation in this episode but we should do sandstorm <laughs> just because it's funny all right well anyways so there was this like Spanish priest or something. Uh, his name was Castillo Sermano. Um, he was banished from Spain in the 15th century for his dark experiments, <laughs> which the Catholic Church forbade. Um, he um, was on a ship that was being taken to the island, I guess. He murdered the crew. I guess it was like St. Cristobal or some crap. I don't remember. <laughs> um, and s got to the island, enslaved the natives, murdered anyone who visited, and created this immortality serum, which he injected himself with. Sure. Allowing, <laughs> allowing him to live forever. Great. And return dead souls to life to support his cause. 
I don't really know what cause that is, yeah. but that's basically the story. In a also, nutshell. I love that I love that the flashback was the flashback was filmed in like sepia. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was sepia, just and case, it had like just that. In case uh, it wasn't obvious that this was a flashback. Right. <laughs> like it was sepia, and it had like that uh, grindhouse filter on it. <laughs> also, I think they were wearing Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> seriously oh my god um you were right though prior to prior to victor and them opening this crate of of weapons that they've that they brought on board um casper and greg who's the other generic white guy in this cast yeah uh they they wander off for i don't even remember what reason but greg ultimately gets killed and casper i think comes... they were looking for help or something or other people yeah. maybe maybe um but they they come back and they, you know, they open this crate of guns and they're all taking out their guns. They're all like, you know, locking and loading. And Casper asks, does everyone how to use their weapons? Does everyone know how to use their weapons? And it's like, you get this two minute montage where these fucking club kids, these are club kids. Like they were literally just like chugging beer and talking about how they couldn't wait to dance the night away. They are suddenly super assassins. Yes. <laughs> Special <laughs> ops. Like, Seal knows how to Seal use every six. type of weapon in this crate. Seal Team 6. Seal Team 6. <laughs> like, they suddenly know how to use all these fucking just insane, insane weaponry. Insane, like. Absolutely it, ridiculous stuff. And no way, no way intimidated or, you know, second guessing themselves. They are just ready to go. Yeah. And they decide that they're going to go back to this, like, main church house, dilapidated building, whatever it is. And they're yeah, going to they hold up there. the house and hold up there. They're going to hold up there until help comes or yeah. until they can figure out what to do. So they start making their way back. And what we had said earlier a few minutes earlier about these action scenes just taking so fucking it was like 20 minutes it was a 20 minute sequence of you know it was only like five minutes but it felt like 20 minutes yeah i actually don't know how long it was it really was a long time i fell asleep during that time (laughs) unfortunately Um, woke up after the fact but but it was so long insanely long but we're treated to we're treated and i say i'm using air quotes while i say treated because it was absurd it was this whole movie's absurd but it's it's absurd. absurd it's absurd it it was atrocious um we're treated to this like you know montage of these fucking club kids and it's like you could tell that it was it was influenced heavily by the matrix like you get those like weird like slow-mo <gasps> like matrix? wrap around yeah, shots the matrix came out in like the night like the first matrix i want to say the, the first 90s. matrix was like 99 wasn't 90, it i was gonna say 98 or 99 98 99 yeah it was it was mid to late 90s yeah but yeah we have these slow wraparound shots and like they're all you know bending weird ways they're bending like, they're backwards super, like, and like dodging and dodging like it's all slow motion, motion like neo right like. <laughs> like neo. and you can see like the bullets flying through the air <laughs> that's that's and curving those bullets <laughs> And what I love too, what made me laugh so hard was again with the continuity, the slow motion wraparound shots. Like for example, Liberty's holding a shotgun, yeah, and she's like ducking the zombie. Because I mean, there's a fuck ton of zombies. There's like right. way too many zombies. Yeah, she's like dodging the zombies, and she like bends backwards with her shotgun. But when it like when she stands up fully, she's holding two pistols. And I'm like, Wait, <laughs> yeah. and then like, and then like, you know, Casper, Casper. Well, has- she opened up her weapon wheel, Ashley. 
<laughs> and she just took out, you know, she just switched to, to the dual pistols. Like, like fucking Lara Croft. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm out of ammo. Time to switch to the infinite double pistols. <laughs> yeah, um, legit. <laughs> and like Casper, Casper's holding, you know, Casper's holding um, an AK-47. Yeah. And it does her slow motion wraparound shot where she's got her AK-47 and she's, you know, shooting a bunch of bullets all at once. And then when it cuts to her, like, in regular vision, she's got, like, a shotgun. And I'm like... <laughs> Um, and what I love too is like Liberty's got grenades, like she's using grenade. I'm sorry, not Liberty, Karma. Karma has a grenade and I'm watching and I'm like, okay, so they're wasting these grenades on like one zombie. Like she throws it at the foot of one zombie and it blows up this one zombie. And then you have like a pack of them, (laughs) like a, just a pack of zombies approaching. And it's like, that's where you use the grenade. Have Clearly, she's not the gamer type, Ashley. This is like this is what's driving me nuts. Like, <laughs> like why aren't you smart about your? I mean, we can't all just use like a you know the dull side of a butter knife to save. I was gonna ammo. say, I'm like, if Sean was if Sean was in this situation, <laughs> Sean would be using a butter knife to conserve his ammo. The dull side of the it. The dull side to of make a sure butter knife. Hold on, Screw let me up the sharp let bit. me let me switch over to my car keys and just jab <laughs> jab because I don't want to waste my ammo. Um. But this, I mean, this montage goes on for fucking ever. So long. Way and, too long. And in the process, we lose Liberty. Liberty does Liberty get killed. Does die, yeah. um, uh, Victor gets bit again. And this time it's worse. He's like actually like bleeding out yeah. at this point. Casper gets uh, killed too. Her death scene I thought was great. That was like the was one good. Yeah. Oh, and during this montage, before Casper gets her two legs ripped off, which was fucking phenomenal. I actually yeah, really liked that. that it was great. Um, before that, it, it is worth mentioning that during this whole action sequence, um, we are again treated to like interlapse of the video game footage. So it goes from like real people shooting these guns to 8-bit. Like 8-bit. <laughs> yeah, because in between each one of these shots is a shot of the game yeah again like makes, makes why no do sense. we need that because we're watching them shoot the zombies already yeah like, why like, do I... we need to throw in the like the old style like not next gen graphics <laughs> game <laughs> because images in case, of the game in there in case anyone watching this has forgotten this is house of the dead and it's based on a video game so they need to remind you that you're watching a movie that's based on a video game that you know doesn't really hold up to the test of time <laughs> but here we are um so they make it into the house eventually they do. victor is badly hurt casper has gotten her fucking legs ripped off she's she's done she bleeds out liberty has has gotten like swarmed because you know no one knows how to properly use their grenades that they that they all seem to have um and they make it into the house and they barricade the house yeah um simon has gotten like he he got like burned i think like one of the zombies like puked on him and it caused like a serious burn on his face like his whole because they puke acid they puke acid yeah Yeah, there's something like acidic so his whole face is like fucked up and they they bandage it inside and what i love is that his priorities are my priorities because they're they're basically trapped in this house and he's just really upset that he's never going to be able to be like a male model because his skin is like all fucked (laughs) up which i mean with the amount of money i spend on my skincare if it if it got messed up in like a freak like acidic you know like being vomited on with acid and like it burned my skin i would be pretty upset too but he's like all bent out of shape 
and Liberty, not I'm sorry, not Liberty, Karma, who has the hots for him, she takes the time in the midst of all this to tell him, like, she still thinks he's sexy. Yeah. And, and then they make out. <laughs> she does. Because... And then, you know, because that's the most natural action to that should be happening during this right this event and it's not just them too alicia and what's his name who have broken up prior to this get back together right they, yeah, because, they you take know, the that, time the most opportune time for that yeah they take right the time to, to kiss and after you know x y and z has just died or bled out or something <laughs> like also, well I, you're still sexy <laughs> yeah exactly so so we're coupling people off because you know we have to apparently yeah um but i do love that prior to this simon there's candles lit all over this building yes and simon decides to like his his um his contribution to the group is he he lights one more candle <laughs> because you know that's like he's like he goes let me see what i can find to help the place is already the place is already pretty well lit, and he lights mm, he lights one more candle, yeah. and then it's just kind of like, well, my work here is done. Now let me complain about my face. Um, right. Well, I mean, so I say like at this point, you hear like a whistling, mm-hmm. and the whistling is coming from apparently Salish, Clint Howard. Clint Howard. You know, Kirk hears him, so he goes outside. Yeah, Victor goes outside to confront Clint Howard, who is now a zombie. Meanwhile, the remaining uh, four survivors, you have you have Karma, Simon, Alicia, and Rudy. her boyfriend. They are exploring the house to see what they can find that's of use to them. Mm-hmm. And they find a what appears to be like a laboratory uh, in one of the... I don't know if it's like the basement or just like an offset of the house. And there's all sorts of... Uh, there's all sorts of like crazy shit in this lab. Well, you know, you don't know it's a lab because or you do know it's a lab because there's, you know, various neon colored liquids in bottles. Yeah. So I mean, like, what oh, lab doesn't have that? what lab doesn't have doesn't that? doesn't have exactly. these neon, these neon colored, you know, like food coloring and, <laughs> and glow sticks in these jars. Um, and there's like bodies everywhere. There's just like, you know, parts and corpses and skeletons everywhere. So it's obviously some kind of human experimentation is going on. Victor is outside. Um, now, Victor has been kind of the badass through this whole ordeal. Like, he seems to be the one that's keeping his head on straight. Yeah. You know, he's telling them, like... Grounded. Yeah, mostly. like, you know, I'm not going to make it, so you guys need to figure out a way out of here, and I'll just deal with whatever. Right. He goes outside to confront Clint Howard, and come to find out he's had TNT on him this whole time, like, sticks of TNT. <laughs> and he he does the smart thing. He lights the TNT as they're descending on him mm-hmm. to take out as many as possible. Yep. Unlike the dumb bitches earlier who are like, <laughs> I'm going to throw this grenade at this one zombie. I think one of them throws a grenade down a well. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. is that? Like, what is why, that why, why was it that even? nothing. Yeah. Um, like, even if there was a zombie down there, who cares? So, um, so he does end up sacrificing himself, but he does take out a bunch of zombies with it. Yes. But he also blows the door. <laughs> Wide up open. on that house or Wide church open. or whatever, yeah. Um, while while the four survivors are now exploring this laboratory, one of my favorite things is that there's like a little bit of a jump scare. There's like this weird skull looking tadpole thingy in one of the fish tanks that like presses itself up against the yeah. glass, and it's in a it's in a glass case. It's not yeah. gonna get out of that glass case. But Liberty shoots the. I keep calling her Liberty. It's Karma. I confuse the two. Karma shoots the glass because, you know, (laughs) 
sure. Sure. Why would you do that? She shoots the glass and this wakes up the fucking corpses that are in the laboratory all of a sudden. Despite the fact that they're getting like kicked and prodded, this is what ultimately wakes them up. Right. Is the gun is the gunfire. And they get up and they all make like a run for it out of this laboratory. Yeah. Well, they find a hatch. So they They now they're now in this tunnel. So they escape into this hatch. So now they're in this tunnel, which we have a whole nother action sequence right leading up to that though i think simon sacrifices himself because they're they're in a room that has some gunpowder yeah himself he has a yeah. room, there's some gunpowder um, in the room there is and it's it's you know the barrels are just labeled gunpowder <laughs> like how convenient how how convenient how convenient a, like, lab- a laboratory like- and gunpowder my goodness right so anyways while they're trying to escape into this hatch he um do you think they the got it all at coming. costco they just got it all at costco in one <laughs> the glow sticks the probably fish tanks, probably the gunpowder just go to costco um he shoots the barrel of gunpowder which sacrifices himself but you know takes down a bunch of zombies and allows the others to get away right so, so now they're in the that. tunnel. Now they're in the tunnel now below the tunnel. below the house. Yeah. And they oh, realize that this is karma. how people apparently back in the whatever pirate age that we're trying to talk, we're trying to link this to. Right? Like um, it's, it's, and now like the, zo- now we got moss zombies, Ashley. <laughs> got moss zombies? Yeah. You see the moss zombies I come did. out of like the, the water and the walls and stuff. I just love how they're in the tunnel and they realize like, oh, this must be how the pirates or whatever got supplies to the house was through these tunnels so one of these has to lead to the water right and as they're making their way these moss zombies they're coming out of the walls so now we have this other action sequence Uh, yet another action Uh, sequence which again video game footage like like i think it was rudy he's like shooting and the two girls are behind him and he's like oh i'm out and then he just swaps spots with karma and she just whips out her two pistols and just starts going down (laughs) and i'm like what (laughs) um so so she's taking out now she dies in the tunnel and i forget how she dies i think she just gets over she gets overrun yeah um and alicia and what is this rudy rudy they make a run for it um and they encounter this jedi this this jedi conquistador (laughs) Conquistador. like whatever it's it's the guy from the flashback it's right but he's wearing someone else's face i think he's he's wearing greg's face he is wearing greg's face face. yeah um greg who died earlier on in the movie um they uh they follow him he's like smirking yeah he's like basically like come with me like it seems like he's going to help them yeah and he, he does not. He does not help them because he is the doctor <laughs> slash Spanish yeah, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, and he's the one who's been like reanimating these corpses on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like the big final fight scene. Yeah. Well, he gets all of his zombie minions. Yes. And pins the two down. Yes. Um, and basically he wants to use them for experiments and whatever, because that's his thing. Right. Um, but Alicia has a secret talent, which isn't so secret because in the open narration, he does say it's something that she likes to do because of course they had to shoehorn it in to make it. She's really into fencing. Um, right. So (laughs) 
I just saw I just saw that memory wash over your face and, and the look of disgust. I wish that the audience could see your absolute look of disgust right now. But <laughs> yeah, so Alicia that's, that's Alicia right. is like a a uh, proficient fencer. She's good at fencing. So she ends up getting into a sword fight with this immortal conquistador dude that's running the island and making him yeah. dead. Well, the two escape from the uh, the tunnels there. Um, and I think they like blow up the tunnel or something blows up and they be- basically get out of the tunnels. Yes. So they're having this like sword fight. <laughs> Like on uh, now above ground. Above ground. They've, yeah, they're they've having breached, this. There's the a very long sword fight. A very long sword. Again fight. in the Matrix. Yes, with all the like weird like she ducks backwards like Neo and like he Ugh. swipes over her and then it's slow motion and then it's back to normal speed and she swipes and he jumps in slow motion and it's fucking horrific. It's horrific. A complete abomination. That's what it is. <laughs> um. But he does, he does best her. He does. He stabs her right through the chest. Yep. And down she goes. And she goes down. Um, right after that, Rudy manages to, to decapitate Castillo, though. Yes. Like, pretty quickly after. However, he is not dead. No. The headless body of Castillo um, starts strangling Rudy because, you know. It's very much like what's-her-name in... Uh, in Season of the Witch when she's, like, all of a sudden, like, an animatronic at the end. And she gets her arm ripped off, but she's still trying still to kill. Still trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, still trying to kill him. It's it's very much like that. Mm. Um, mm. Alicia, who has been stabbed in the heart and is down, miraculously. <laughs> stabbed right through the heart. Like, she literally got it right in the chest. She, yeah. She gets back middle, up. Middle of the chest. Middle of the chest. Right between the boobs. Yep. Right in, right through those ribs. Uh, she gets back up somehow. <laughs> she got better. And she finishes off. Yeah, she crushes. She steps on his head, his decapitated head. Yep. And then she and then she dies. Yeah. Well, it also kills him. Um, so of course, you know, at that point they get rescued, right, by SWAT agents. But the actual SEAL Team Six. I don't. The actual <laughs> SEAL Team Six. Right. They sh- um, they show up in the nick. You know, just just as everyone yeah. else is. So like, Alicia's always- not dead yet, but. So, yeah, so, so, so the SWAT team comes in. Um, they're asking Rudy's name. He says his actual name, which is Rudolph Curian. Which is the main. Which is the main guy the main from the game. The main doctor from the game. Yeah. Right. The bad I had guy. no idea. The bad like, guy from the game. Yeah. He, so he's basically become the, which which is so funny to me because the game is supposed to be, the game was, you know, I think it's supposed to take place in like 93, 94. Yeah, like early 90s. Early 90s. So you mean to tell me that in 2003, which I'm assuming is supposed to be like a present. This is a it's a movie set in present day at the time. They're dancing in front of a Sega logo. Like it's a rave that's happening in the early 2000s. (laughs) You mean to tell me that this is the prequel this guy, all this happens in 2003, but this guy somehow becomes the doctor that has all these events leading up in the game that took place in the 90s? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes, it makes absolutely no sense. No sense. Um, yeah, so anyways, <clears throat> excuse me. And he does so say in he his, says like, his post name. thing that like he has managed to keep Alicia alive, but she's not really human. Right, because of the immortality serum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> okay. So they return home, and there's that piece of crap. <laughs> so 
<laughs> um, so the house, I mean, like the lab, specifically the whole building there, looked so much like the haunted mansion. It does. Like everything about it was, don't, and don't get me wrong. No qualms with the Haunted Mansion. Disney's Haunted Mansion. I've never actually seen Are the Are we movie, talking about the movie or the ride? The ride. Okay. I'm I love, talking the, about the, I love ride. the ride. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movies. I, yeah. I do love the ride. So I'm talking about, yeah, the ride. Um, But like, you know, there's just like that like weird like, it's like Halloween Victorian, netting. It's like a Victorian everywhere. era house. Yes. On an island. Yeah. With a laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does that even make sense? I don't know. But I just know, like, it just looks so goofy. I'm still not over the fact that this is supposed to be a prequel to a game that is set in the 90s. It's either the late 80s or the early 90s, but this is they happening never, in 2003. And they never specify maybe the movie was supposed to take place in, like, the early 90s. Or yeah, the but there 80s. were no raves like this back then. No, there was a lot of things that in this movie that did not make sense. This whole movie doesn't make like, sense. Like I feel, I thought you know it appears to be like not real time, but current time. The current right. time it was you know two thousand three. Yeah. So how is a it prequel. a prequel? It's a prequel to something that is supposed to take place in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset. Like the continuity is just. Very, it's like Texas Chainsaw three <laughs> D, where it's like she's supposed to be. Like a daughter of one of the people that was killed in the 70s, but this movie takes place in 2000 something and she's 21 when she rightfully should be 40 something. Like, I'm very upset. It's very upsetting. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, so that's that. Yeah, that that's that's it. I mean, it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. What did you have? So, for, oh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, so, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a movie adapted from a video game that has ever been done well like i don't even like the resident evils that was gonna be something because that's i hate the resident evil movies i'm not i hate them i fucking hate them (laughs) like i people mention them and i get like i just see red yeah like my i turn into like rage vision i i i fucking hate them because I, one of the very first games that I remember playing when I got a PlayStation was the original Resident Evil, like PlayStation 1. Yeah. I played D, which was terrible. That was a terrible horror game. Um, <laughs> the Resident Evil games that are coming out now are phenomenal. They're great. They're so much fun. But anyways, regardless. But they, but yeah. like, so so when, they, when they made a movie out of Resident Evil, I had a feeling it was not going to be done well. Even back then, because those came out in the early 2000s as well. And I was very skeptical because I was like, you know, video game adaptations rarely go well because I don't think they ever go. They never they never do because people who play the people who play the video game know how it ends. So now you have these people that are making movies that are like, well, we have to change it a little so that people are caught off guard and they don't. Right. So you don't just know. Yeah. So you don't don't know every detail of what's going to happen. And my issue with the Resident Evil movies is that they took this story that was about just like a corrupt corporation poisoning people, turning them into monsters, you know, crooked cops that were helping them facilitate it. And it was a really solid story. You know, the first couple of games, well, the first like three games were the phenomenal. Games, the stories to the games were good. And then they made Alice. They made Alice, who is like this... Un- has nothing to do with the games. And she's like some crazy, like, superhero. She she is... 
and, and the thing the thing that pisses me off too is like the the movie version that introduced Jill Valentine, who was Ugh. the main protagonist in the first game. Yeah, Th- they have Jill Jill and Alice teaming up against Umbrella Corporation, right. and they make Jill look like a pussy compared to Alice. Yeah, like Alice is suddenly just like like it. it it's just. And Jill Valentine's a badass. And Jill Val- Jill Valentine is the fucking best. She's the best. Yeah. And they just make her look like a pussy who's incapable of handling her shit yeah. because Alice has to be like the protagonist. Right. And it's nothing against Mila Jovovich. Like yeah. I-, I like her. I like her too. I like her, but like it- it's just it's bad. Yeah. It's the bad. writing is just it's terrible. Sad. And now they have the the um resident evil like series on netflix that was fucking unwatchable and yeah teenagers so weird so bad and it's just enough like if you're gonna do and the tomb raider the tomb raider movies i love angelina jolie love her i love her bad just bad i mean she was a good lara croft but the writing is just it's horrendous yeah it's you can't you like the thing that they can do in games you can't do on screen it just seems that's what it is i mean silent hill I mean, I love those games. Those games are crazy. Silent Hill, other than Resident Evil, is one of my favorite franchises. Absolutely. Um, And then they made the movies. They made the movies. And granted, the movies are not great. I didn't. I didn't hate the first Silent Hill movie. I thought it was. You know what the problem is, is that the people who make these movie adaptations about video games, I don't think they either never played the games themselves or they don't have an appreciation for them. They understand like yeah. the gist of the story, but they don't really stay true to it, which yeah. is why so many of them are so bad. And one yeah. of the things about like the, the first Silent Hill movie is that I think you can tell that the people who made the movie genuinely loved the game. It's just it's a story that's kind of hard to take from a, from a game and and put it onto screen and have it yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, because the video game, there's a whole lot of moving parts to the story that, you know, if you don't play the game, you're not going to understand it. And I think they tried to take that, put it yeah, on the screen and make like, it, uh, yeah, make it understandable. It, yeah, you, if you didn't play those games, you'd have no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, like Pyramid Head. Like we knew, you know, we saw this movie and we knew like, who, who was who was, was what, what and, and like the nurses and, and, and pyramid nurses. yeah when pyramid head showed up and like anyone who had ever played silent hill one two three whatever are like oh my god it's pyramid head like that's right. like the scariest but people who have never played the games are like the fuck is that supposed to be like what exactly. is what is that but you know there was that guy that was sitting behind us when we saw it in theaters who when the lights came on he leaned over to his date who was very confused looking yeah and he went pyramid head is a manifestation <laughs> of his guilt <laughs> And we were like, that is the first. I've heard so many of that, like, since that time. Yeah. I've heard that just. Pyramid Head. So many. Like, I've read so many things of these games. Like, it it literally says, like, yeah, Pyramid Head is a manifestation of someone's guilt. Yeah. Or whoever they're talking about. I've just, I've never seen. When he ever said that, I turned around and I looked at her and I knew right then in that moment that was their first and last date. (laughs) She she never went out with that guy again. I can almost guarantee it. Like, that. He, nice. he said it with such like bravado like he was really he was really trying to be profound and she just looked like she couldn't have cared less it was so funny but yes uh, to your point silent hill those movies are not, not great good, the yeah. first one's okay yeah i mean the first like i've definitely I didn't, seen I didn't worse. it yeah um but it could have been better yeah but like but to to this point 
of of House of the Dead. It's like, okay, like we have these these scenes of the game in between all the action shots. And like, yes, it's a homage to the game, but the game is not good. It's not the, you know, it's, it's. I thought the game was super fun. The, the game is. Super, I don't know how good time, it is. I can't tell you how good it is. For its time, House of the Dead was a great game. But why would they even need to put those shots in there? Because it's like, hey, remember, this is based on a video game. Like, but the, in case but you people, forgot, people know it's like, you know, it's based off of a video game. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, in case you were forgetting or in case you, you know, <sighs> it, here's here's some quick eight bits. So you remember that this it's is based on a game. I, I think I think I think they did it to. Like, I'm sure this was made with the best of intentions, but I, I can almost guarantee you they did it to be like, hey, remember this thing that you love? Remember this? Remember what yeah, this is based on? Because you love it. Sense. Like That makes sense. Hey, in case you forgot, like you loved this thing when you were a kid. So we made a movie that, you know, about <laughs> it. But like, just in case you forgot, here's some 8-bit. But, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, so it's it's video video game movie ab- adaptations are just rarely good and i'm trying to think of one that ever made me go like wow that was like that was really i can't i can't I'm, i can't I'm thinking and I if cannot. anyone listening to this has any recommendations for like movies that are based on video games that are actually the act- good yeah although good. although they did make a um it hasn't come out yet i don't think but the last of us they made i think they're either making a movie or a limited series hmm. that has uh pedro pascal from the mandalorian yeah. and game of thrones yeah. he plays the, the guy. the guy i forget who plays the, the i forget who plays ellie um but that looks like it might be good it yeah, might I be good that wouldn't be yeah yeah i mean i'll give i'd give it a I'll whirl i'll give it a whirl yeah you know like m- maybe... most of the things that pedro pascal has done i mean have been great. i heard that um uh they're finally going to uh or whoever is finally going to be making an adaptation of five nights at freddy's oh um, that'll be good and blumhouse is doing it oh okay yeah all right and um they're getting uh, Jim Henson's Creature Factory there, oh, or whatever man. it's called, to basically do that. The, yeah. That'll be... I read that the other day. That, that might be good. I'm like, I would watch that. I, I would just, absolutely watch that. Well, that's the thing is, like, you know, like, the, the Resident Evil movies for a while there, not that I not that I hate the games, but it, like, made it difficult to enjoy the games. It, it was, was, yeah. And, like, same thing with, like, Silent Hill. It was yeah. like, I would go back to play, which another thing Silent Hill related is, um, I don't know, do you remember P.T.? The play yeah. It, oh, uh, yeah. I still have that on my. Uh, do you? I never uninstalled it, and when they did away with it in the PlayStation Store, everyone was like, "I can't find PT," yeah. and I was like, "I have it. I still yeah, have it." I remember Sean had it for a while. I actually played it uh, about a week or two ago. Yeah. I was like, "I'm like, I wonder if I can still." It's still scary. It's still as fuck. scary. It as hell. is so fucking scary. And yeah, I'm like, the, first, the one time I played it, I nearly crapped myself. I'm like, I'm like, we should like we should really petition. We should do like a GoFundMe to like have them finish pt or at least make mm-hmm. a, a movie out of it because norman reedus is making that walking dead money but i'm sure he'd be on board that guy that guy will not that he'll do anything but if the project's cool enough he'll do it yeah there is that yeah um so the director of this movie after the dead <laughs> uwe bowl or ball or U- uwe, uwe bowl, I think. i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce uwe it bowl, I apologize. I think. yeah um uh first time uh to be released theatrically oh, this the was released was? theatrically yeah apparently holy shit the balls on this guy um <laughs> right <laughs> right right um 
It was universally panned by critics, um, giving the director there a negative reputation that followed him throughout his career. So this movie literally destroyed his career. <laughs> um, also, super funny sequel was released to Home Media in 2006. That's right. There is a sequel. Are you kidding me? I am not. There is, a, there, is it the same? I think like, it's just House of the Dead 2. I don't know. Oh, my God. You want to watch that one, Ash? I feel like next season we should... <laughs> We should we'll dive see. right into it. Um, the movie was made on a $12 million budget. $12 million for this garbage? It grossed 13.8. 13.8 million? Oh my God. Off of a $12 million budget. So was basically, like, there nothing like, happening in 2003? I'm trying to think. Like, that was my junior year of high school. I yeah, can't remember. I was in college. That was the sophomore. I can't remember if anything was going on that year that. Yeah, it's not like a whole lot if this had been made during like covid i could maybe understand people going to see it because it was like oh it's something to see like it's something to get us out of the house but like god damn 2003 we didn't have a pandemic i think we we're in a recession but i don't think the recession hit to 2008 oh maybe 13 because that's when the housing market crashed oh true i only know because that's when i bought my thing <laughs> Um, yeah but i don't know if that's like 13 million on a 12 million dollar budget so 1.8 million it made you know what That's I mean? That's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite that one movie with Katherine Heigl that made $12. <laughs> <laughs> what What was that called again, Ashley? The one with Katherine Heigl? Yeah, um, it's like, it's the name of a street in like Nevada or, or Arizona. Oh, oh that, because, yes, because I, I, I drive by that road when I'm driving to California from Nevada. It's like Zixi's. Yeah, it's got some weird name. It's only like got like 12, made $12 we have to we have to watch that. We gotta find it. I yeah, think they scrubbed I think it from they scrubbed everything. it. They scrubbed. Listen, whoever directed that Zeiss Road, I will give you twelve dollars if you'll let me watch it. <laughs> oh my god! Could double oh, double yes. your uh, you could double your your yes. earnings if if you let me watch it. Yes. Um. So, needless to say, I'm a big fan of the zombie genre. Of course, and so are you. And this was not a part of it. <laughs> like, this movie to me did not exist. I've come across, like, worst movies of all time lists because I love reading lists, especially when it comes to movies. And this was, like, number, like, within one through ten. Yeah. Like, multiple times, if yeah. not the worst movie ever made. It's, I mean, it's right up there with Book of Shadows. It's right Book up there Shadows. with, it's right up there with Halloween 3. Just movies that you watch once and that's enough. This isn't even, I don't even think this is like a cult classic. Like some of these no, movies have never staying made, power. Made, like, cause you know, like Halloween 3 has turned into a cult classic. Book of Shadows somehow did. I don't know how, but it did. I don't think this one ever got to that point. Yeah, cause it's just bad. It's not even like, it's not even like you can't even hate watch it like for fun. It's just yeah, bad. Like you can't. <laughs> um, I I don't have a body count for this cause it, there's so many I don't know. The, the, the cast, first of all, the cast was way too big. Yes. Um, all the main people died except for the, the two at the end. Yes. So, I mean, I put you under, got Salish, you got the captain, you got Greg, Cynthia, Karma. Liberty. Liberty. Um, Simon. Simon. Uh, Casper. Casper. The two couples, so 11, 13. I'm at like, yeah. So... It's got a pretty big body count. It does. But it's because the cast is so huge. Yeah. 
which you know under underbody underbody count i put who cares <laughs> <laughs> i just i did not care um do you have anything else that you'd like to note about this movie before we dive into the recipe uh, no i mean i didn't really come across a whole lot on it i mean this did not look like a twelve thousand dollar movie i don't know what they were spending their budget on aside from matrix effects yeah like, like the, they clearly weren't spending it on the uh, the wardrobe I did. or the acting or the writing or literally anything. All that money went to Clint Howard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clint Howard. I wish. Clint Howard requires a big payday. Um, I did read, I think this was one of, if not the last movie that they ever used. You know how they did like the slow motion, like rotating effect. I think this is the last movie that they use that on because come to find out the camera mechanism that they use to spin around the actor, I guess is incredibly dangerous. Really? Yeah. Like I, cause it goes so quick to get oh. like the, the three, like the 360 shot that it has to spin around them very quick to get that. And at the time I, if I read it right, I think this is one of the last movies to use that because it was so dangerous. Because like if an mm. actor moved or something could, the wrong they way, they could lose it. They could lose foot. a limb because that thing yeah. that thing's hauling ass around them to get yeah. that shot. So yeah. I think that was like one of the last. This may have been the last movie that they did that up until now. They have like a new way of doing it. I'm sure. Well, yeah. But I mean, yeah. imagine imagine being a movie that's so bad. And you're known for, like, being the last movie to feature that, like, 360 mm -hmm. camera thing. And it was wasted on this. Right? Um, star rating, Steph. <laughs> what do you give it? See, I'm going to give it, like, a 2.5. You are entirely too generous. Uh, What's your justification? Clint Howard. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. So, you? <laughs> I'm going to give it one star. And that entire star... Goes to Clint Howard. All right. <laughs> Clint Howard gets that one star. This movie's bad. This movie's so bad. It's one of those ones too. Like I, I love, I love rewatching bad movies because they're they're fun. And you can laugh about them, and it's fun with like a group. This is one of those movies that I'm like, nope, I'll never. This is one I just never want to watch. Also, again. there's like a line, like when they discover it's zombies. Like one of the one of the guys there, like compare. Well, he doesn't compare it per se, but mention it's like, oh, it's like. You know, George Romero's Unholy Trinity. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Compare this. How dare you? To Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, and Dawn. They also... How dare you? <laughs> they also... One of them says something about, like, The Walking Dead, which, of course, was before the show was even a Yeah, thing, The but... Walking Dead didn't come out with to, like, yeah, but, I, but I, I, I remember hearing that. But like, I kind of perked up, and I was like, oh, wait, never mind. She's, yeah, she's I, not talking I, I did about too. my like, Walking I heard that Dead. My beloved like, oh, Walking wait, no, Dead. this comes out. This came out um, after, yeah. We have, a, we have a new recipe for you. And Steph, <sighs> would you like to do the honors since you were the one that facilitated this recipe? Yeah. Um, so we really stretched with this one because initially when we're like, hey, let's do House of the Dead. So I'm like, okay, I've seen it before. I know it's horrendous. <laughs> um, it takes place on an island. I didn't know where that island was at the time, but it's off the coast of, you know, like Seattle or somewhere. But anyways, I'm just going to justify it by it's on an island. So let's do teriyaki chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to say like, eh, let's throw it into, you know, the Polynesian area somewhere. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Come to find out it's Pacific Northwest, but we're already committed to the bit. So. <laughs> I'm already committed to the bit. Exactly. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So I'm making teriyaki chicken wings. So I was making some teriyaki sauce this morning. 
um, which is super easy and super fun to do. Um, specifically a honey teriyaki, just because I have honey. So, um, yeah, you basically just put all this stuff in a pot, boil it. Well, not even boil it, really. Simmer until it's thick enough. But it uh, involves water, brown sugar, soy sauce, honey, garlic, and ginger. Which I actually don't have written down here, which is weird. I missed that one. Um, And, you know, uh, since it is teriyaki, you know, it's like a sweet and salty type type of thing. You can add, like, other things to it. Pineapple juice. Pineapple chunks. Ooh. Um, I did not. (laughs) Uh, Cherries. I'm sure it's still going to be great. Oh, yeah. It's... I've already tried it. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, spring onions. Um, you can sesame. Like you can add any number of that stuff. Mirin, rice vinegar, like all that stuff goes in it. Yeah. If you want it. But mine was pretty simple um, as far as just like you have the sweet and the salty and then some garlic and you make a slurry with cornstarch and just thicken it up, cook it till or simmer it, I guess, and stir it. Until it's as thick as you want. And that's pretty much about it. So yeah. I'm going to be drizzling this over some chicken wings while we enjoy our movie this evening. I'm so excited. We're going to have pictures up on our Instagram. We're mm-hmm. at Baking to the Bee Movies. I'll put it on Twitter as well. The recipe will be up on our Instagram. Just because Twitter has that pesky character limit. You can't fit <sighs> as much as you want on Twitter. Ridiculous. Um <laughs> But yeah, so that'll be up on our Instagram. And um, if you guys want to let us know about any video game slash movie adaptations that we should check out, any redeeming ones, uh, feel free to hit us up. Again, we're at Baking to the Bee Movies on Instagram, Baking to Bee Movies on Twitter. I think that just about does it, Steph. I think this episode has been very um, enlightening. I think it's been really fun. You know, I'm starting to regret my recipe choice for today. I really should have just done like fish sticks for the Gordon Fisherman. <laughs> that would have been imagine that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but like, um, like Ashley comes over. <laughs> what do we do today? Fish sticks. Fish sticks. <laughs> um, I am leaving. <laughs> I'm gonna go home now. But I do. You know what? I I love a good chicken wing. I'm, oh yeah, me too. So good. I'm so excited to just suck the chicken right off the bone. Like I'm. <laughs> You've seen just me. Gonna, you have just seen like me. Suck it off the, I have. You've seen I me have. chicken You're wings. a damn vacuum. I, I, it makes no sense and it kind of grosses me out. Not going to lie. I, I am a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster when it comes to chicken wings. I just, I dive in and like, I just suck the chicken right off the bone. And that like, it's basically like the cartoon where like, you know, like how the cartoon villains like eat a drumstick. And yeah, they, they just put the drumstick out, in their mouth and just and pull out the out, bone. They just spit out the bone. That's basically what I do with chicken wings. So tonight's going oh, to be the new Halloween movie and me just dis- like disgusting, like just grossing you out, just being like really disgusting with the chicken wings. I'm very excited. So, but yeah. So thank you all. So <laughs> thank you so, all so much for back joining to us. Ashley and her crazy habits. I'll, we'll have pictures up soon um, of Ashley sucking chicken <laughs> off of a bone. I'll I'll take a video of it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll make I'll make a TikTok account just to post that. Um, 
Just to post a little clip of me just like swallowing the chicken wing and spitting out the bone. <laughs> like, a, like a cartoon villain. I'm very excited. Um, so that has been House of the Dead, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, we know Halloween's right around the corner, so we hope you have a fantastic Absolutely. Halloween. Um, Super fun. And we will Best be back. Year. Yeah, we're going to be back in a couple weeks with a brand new episode that I feel is really appropriate given the upcoming holidays. Um, hmm. And we picked we picked a winner for the next one. I'm really excited to get into that one. Yeah, we get to enjoy a lot of holiday horror now. I'm oh, I'm so stoked. Love the holiday horror. I do love the holiday horror. Yep. It's, it's so fun and campy. And yep. yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And we'll see you guys soon. And my name is Ashley. My name's Steph. This has been Baking to the Bee Movies. Make sure to like and subscribe. And we will catch you guys next time. Later. Bye.